Are the Arizona Cardinals collapsing for a second straight season at the end of the season? And what's an acceptable record for the final three games of the year? It's Bo Brock. I'm going solo today. It's the Locked On Cardinals podcast. You are Locked On Cardinals, your daily Arizona Cardinals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's going on? Rise up Red Sea. It's Bo Brock hanging out with you and on another edition of Locked on Cardinals podcast. It's your Tuesday show. No Alex Clancy. He couldn't join us today, but he'll be back in the fold tomorrow. We've got a pretty intense debate going on about Cliff Kingsbury starting tomorrow. Clancy continues to be on the fence saying that Cliff Kingsbury has no business being the Arizona Cardinals head coach. Despite their 10 and 4 record, I think it's absolutely insane. We'll get into that conversation. Can't wait to do so. We'll start to kind of turn the page on the Detroit Lions loss and look forward to the Christmas game, Christmas night against the Indianapolis Colts, one of the hottest teams in football that's going down. And uh, we're actually going to talk to Evan Sidery of Lockdown Colts on Thursday's episode of the podcast. Thank you for so much for making Lockdown Cardinals your first listen each and every day, whether you listen on podcast or you're checking us out on YouTube. Please subscribe if you haven't done so already. I want to get into this conversation about are the Arizona Cardinals, are they collapsing for a second straight season? Are Have we seen this movie before? Is it just a, is it a bad sequel to last year where the Arizona Cardinals started six and three and they failed to make the postseason? They ended up uh, going, what, two and five down the stretch. They go eight and eight and they're on the outside looking in of the playoffs. We'll get into that combo real quick. Also, let's get into Robert Alford's injury. He was added to the IR. Was it a little bit uh, bigger, more of a, a, a larger loss for the Cardinals' defensive secondary than originally thought of at first? The Cardinals missing Robert Alford. He's on IR, at least for the remainder of the regular season. He would not be eligible to return until the postseason with that pec injury. And an update on a couple key injuries for the Arizona Cardinals, Jordan Phillips and Rondell Moore. And also, what's an acceptable record for the Arizona Cardinals down the stretch? Three more games left. They've got Indy on Saturday on Christmas. They've got the Cowboys coming up, the afternoon game, the main game on Fox on Sunday in Week 17. And then you've got the Seattle Seahawks who are surging all of a sudden, and the Arizona Cardinals have to... It's the regular season finale. They're taking on Russell Wilson and crew, and that now looks like a huge game as far as playoff positioning, potentially for both squads. We'll see what happens to the Seahawks between now and then, but what would be an acceptable record for the Arizona Cardinals over the final three games? A lot of people right now, down on the Cardinals. I mean, did you see this where Mikel Bridges, Phoenix Suns star, he tweeted out, and it, uh, it made a couple um, articles that uh, he just pointed out the Cardinals stink. He tweeted it out, just Cardinals stink. And I'm just like, whoa, chill, Mikel Bridges. I mean, the Phoenix Suns, missed the playoffs for 10 straight seasons. I mean, they were the NBA's just poster child for futility. And all of a sudden, you know, Devin Booker, Mikel Bridges, DeAndre Ayton, and then Chris Paul comes to town. They have the bubble, eight no run, and they start to turn things around. But before that, Phoenix Suns, they stunk. The Arizona Cardinals do not stink. They're 10-4. And I'm not, I'm not one that hover my hand over the panic button just yet. Uh, I do think that, you know, Sunday was unacceptable. You never want to lose to a 1-11-1 Detroit Lions team. And then the fashion that they did was just brutal, that they were just dominated in pretty much every facet of the game. 
but I'm not sitting here saying, hey, let's just launch a Molotov cocktail into the middle of this organization and just blow it up because that that's just ridiculous. I mean, the NFL is hard. The NFL is absolutely hard to win. I mean, I've been watching the Manning Arena. It's the documentary of Tom Brady and his his run, his incredible run from you know an unknown, relatively unknown guy that was vying time as the Michigan you know starting quarterback with Drew Henson and his rise to becoming the goat. And all along the way, you saw tough victory, tough losses for the New England Patriots. A lot of people misremember those Patriots teams. They were in a lot of tight contests, and they were on the on the winning end of a lot of them. And that separated them from the rest of the pack of the NFL. And they found sustained success, which is nearly impossible in a salary cap league unless you've got consistent coaching and you've got great you know, GM pulling the strings there. But, you know, the Arizona Cardinals at 10 and 4, I mean, it is not time to panic. And it is not, look, you know, I'm not going to bury the lead here and I'm not going to just ruin the segment that we're going to talk about their final three games. But they're, they're not going to go 0-3 down the stretch either. This is too good of a team when you look at the Arizona Cardinals, which gets into my main uh, topic of conversation today. Is are, are they a collapsing team once again? They go 6-3 and three last season, and then they fall apart. Uh, Kyler Murray was clearly hobbled. You know, he had the shoulder injury. Uh, he had the ankle injury at the end of the year. He couldn't. He barely competed in the regular season finale. The Arizona Cardinals, they miss out on the playoffs in the final game. They get knocked out by John Wolford and the Los Angeles Rams, the top defense in the league, because they had to start Chris Trevler, Canadian football quarterback, uh, in that game for the bulk of the contest. So the Arizona Cardinals, are they collapsing again? Everybody feels like everybody out there is like, oh, I've seen this movie before. It, it, the writing is on the wall. The Arizona Cardinals, they had their run. They're, they went 10-2 and two out of the gates, and they they lost it. DeAndre Hopkins is done for the year. We don't know when J.J. Watt's coming back. And the guys that are left, they just, I don't trust them. They can't get it done. Cliff Kingsbury is the main guy that gets beat up on here because people, they saw his coaching record in the Big 12 at Texas Tech, fired from his alma mater, 35 and 40. And they think that they know, hey, this guy can't be, he, he, can't, he can't get it done as a head coach at the NFL level. But I think Cliff Kingsbury is actually one of the top offensive play callers in the game right now. Uh, you know, you have bad games. You know, you have you have people who are getting paid on the other side of things, um, and and not you know I think Aaron Glenn played a pitched almost a perfect game against the Arizona Cardinals on Sunday as the DC of the Detroit Lions. He really got it done. I think he was able to kind of piggyback what the Los Angeles Rams were able to do on Monday Night Football and took uh, you know what Raheem Morris was able to accomplish. And even more so on Sunday. Now it's time for the Arizona Cardinals to, to kind of get in on this game of chess and, and start to make adjustments. Because if they don't, then yeah, you are watching the same movie. But the Arizona Cardinals have way more talent in that rock locker room between last year and this year. And they have a lot better leadership, in my opinion. I think guys like J.J. Watt, even DeAndre Hopkins, who's not going to be able to suit up probably for the rest of the regular season, Kyler Murray in his third season, uh, and in Cliff Kingsbury, more of a vocal guy this year as the, the Cardinals head coach. I don't think that he's going to let him slide. They've seen that. And uh, the Arizona Cardinals are still a very dangerous team at 10-4. and four. And, you, I mean, you even look at the spread for the game on Saturday. They're one-point favorite over the Indianapolis Colts. I mean, the, the wise guys in Vegas, they're not going to discount the Arizona Cardinals just yet either. And neither should you. I mean, you look at a team that's top 10 as far as points for and points against on both offense and defense 
They can pl- play both sides of the football. They've got solid special teams with Matt Prater holding down the kicking place kicking spot. And we know what Andy Lee brings to the table as far as a punter and how they can kind of their kick coverage skills are solid in the punting game. So uh, I think that the Arizona Cardinals can play in all three phases of the game. And with that, you know, and on the talent that they still have that can play each and every week, you know, it, it's not a team that's going to collapse like they did last year where they were very top heavy. I think there's a lot more depth on this team when you still look at it. Uh, you know, the pass rush is something that's going to need to step up. The quarterback play absolutely is going to have to to be better. Kyler Murray, the last two games, uh, has not been himself. And Cliff Kingsbury, as far as dialing up maybe the run a little bit more often, I mean, when you looked at how they kind of came out of the gates in the second half where they had the very little success that they did in the 30-12 loss to the Lions, uh, it was because they were kind of making and emphasizing running the football uh, against the Lions, and, and they were successful for a little bit, and then they got away from it because, you know, the next drive, Kyler Murray and A.J. Green had another miscommunication, and there was a pick, a crucial pick, that pretty much sealed the deal for the Arizona Cardinals. How big was the Robert Alford loss? That was kind of a sneaky, quiet uh, injury. He had the peck injury. And, um, you know, I think that Robert Alford, we'll get more into it, uh, was a bigger piece of this defensive secondary than we actually give him credit for. Kind of a quiet return to the playing field after missing two seasons. Let's get into that conversation here on Lockdown Cardinals. Make sure you're following me on Twitter at Bob Rackies. This is a way to find me, Bo Brock. Follow the show at Lockdown Easy Cards and follow my co-host, Alex Clancy, at Clancy's Corner. Excited to tell you about uh, Boost Mobile. Of course, we listen to podcasts for the power of knowledge. You want to learn something. And when you switch to Boost Mobile, you get the power of saving money as well. Get three unlimited data lines for 30 bucks a month per line and free 5G phone when you switch. So you can get the latest episodes of all the podcasts you love, like Locked on Cardinals, Locked on NFL, Locked on Bets, and all on America's largest 5G networks. More power to save. Boost Mobile, free phone limited to new customers and one per line. Additional restrictions apply Offers coverage not available everywhere, but all phones and networks that goes for all phones and networks. See boostmobile.com for more details. Also, got to tell you, I mean, words less than 100 days away from Super Bowl 56. Super Bowl 56 at SoFi, less than 100 days away. And on location is the official hospitality partner of the NFL. It's the only place to score a once in a lifetime Super Bowl experience. It's, it's an experience package. Select your exact seats. Choose from an elite experience features featuring an exclusive pregame celebration with NFL legends, five-star hotels, and food by the great Wolfgang Puck, the celebrity chef. Visit onlocationexp.com slash SB56 for more information or search Super Bowl on location. That's onlocationexp.com slash SB56 or search Super Bowl on location in your web browser. Bo Brock hanging out with you. Thanks for making Locked on Cardinals your first listen each and every day. And uh, yeah, we're uh, as, as we get here to the, the end of the year, it's been a huge banner year for Locked on Cardinals. And everybody out there that listens, that's the reason for it. Everybody that interacts on social media, uh, even though it's been a, a little uh, rough the last couple of days after the performance on Sunday, we appreciate everybody joining the discussion you make this thing move and, and uh, you make this thing happen. And, and we're so appreciative and grateful for that, Alex and myself. Thank you so much. Thanks for the 2,000 
strong people that are subscribed to the YouTube channel. That's been a great uh, thing that's happened here in 2021, and I cannot wait to see what's in store for this team, the Arizona Cardinals, and this podcast in 2022. There is going to be playoff football, regardless of what happens the rest of the way. I mean, it's almost uh, the, the odds are minuscule that the Arizona Cardinals aren't a part of the dance coming up. And uh, I, you know, I'm not sitting. I'm not going to sit here and start to hit the panic button. What's an acceptable, you know, final record for the Arizona Cardinals over three games? You know, pretty daunting uh, opponents. You've got a couple of the hottest teams in football, and the Indianapolis Colts and the Dallas Cowboys coming up, and then also the Seattle Seahawks, who've seemed to kind of figure things out as Russell Wilson gets healthier and healthier. Uh, but the Arizona Cardinals, last time they played the Seattle Seahawks, they had really not a whole lot of troubles slowing them down and beating up on them with Colt McCoy still and at the starting quarterback position as Kyler Murray returned from injury a couple weeks ago. But uh, speaking of injuries, the Arizona Cardinals, Cliff Kingsbury spoke on Monday. He told the press that uh, Jordan Phillips, the big defensive tackle, big beef in the middle of the Cardinals defense, he is undergoing an MRI for a knee injury and Rondell Moore, the rookie wide receiver is having his ankle looked at as far as an MRI as well. Uh, the team before their game on Sunday, I think this was a sneaky big loss for the Arizona Cardinals. Robert Alford was placed on IR with a pec injury, and Alford was having a solid season. I mean, it was really under the radar for a guy who hadn't played in two consecutive years, was holding down that cornerback two spot for the Arizona Cardinals. And if you look as far as their best outside cover corners, he might be their best. We know how good Byron Murphy is in the slot and how good he is, is inside, but outside, you know, Robert Alford might be your guy. You know, Marco Wilson, the rookie fourth rounder, struggling the last couple games, penalties. He's had a couple touchdowns scored against him. Robert Alford was just kind of this quiet guy that held down that position. He didn't have to really think twice about him. He was he was just reliable, and it was a sneaky big loss for the Arizona Cardinals. He had a pick, solid in coverage. Uh, Marco Wilson is going to have to step it up, and that's going to be have to be something on the fly. I don't know if this is something the Arizona Cardinals can maybe address and, and just kind of scour free agent waiver wire and just see if they can bring in some depth at the cornerback position. But right now, they're just going to have to move forward with Byron Murphy and Marco Wilson. Murphy, of course, a third third year guy, and Wilson in his first season, he's he's been he's been great. He, he's been solid in his first season. But uh, you know what the expectations are and the pressure that are on his shoulders now to perform with Alford out the rest of the season, it's going to be huge. Uh, but you know, we know that Wilson is solid as far as tackling. He's been a solid guy. He's not, not one to shy away from, uh, physicality or anything like that. So when you've got a big rushing attack and Jonathan Taylor coming to town, that's going to be interesting. But when you have to take on the Dallas Cowboys in a week, you've got CD lamb, Mari Cooper, Michael Gallup, and of course the arm of Dak Prescott, you know, it's going to be huge for, uh, Marco Wilson to have a sound game, a solid game and continue to, to uh, progress and develop as uh, the Arizona Cardinals are without Robert Alford. Um, and then, you know, Rondell Moore is interesting. Uh, he, he has struggled mightily and hasn't been a very productive wide receiver or playmaker for the Arizona Cardinals really since week two. It's been a long time. There's been way too much, too much east and west instead of north and south. But uh, he was banged up. On a return the other day, we saw uh, Andy Isabella by the end of the Lions game. That's how you know things got out of hand. We saw the former second-round pick uh, return a kick, and also I think he had his first catch of the season. But the Arizona Cardinals, 
um, without Rondell Moore. I, I don't know how big of a loss that is. I mean, unless it's just kind of uh, opening up things for guys, for Christian Kirk underneath or making plays out of the slot and A.J. Green, but Rondell Moore has been kind of a non-existent, non-factor for this team for far too long. So, you know, you don't know how big of a loss that is unless he was really going to start to make an impact going forward. Uh, Jordan Phillips is, is a bigger loss for this team because we know how, you know, without J.J. Watt already, that this team has been struggling against the run. And anytime you take any any uh, size or any beef out of the middle of that defensive line, you're going to struggle. And Jordan Phillips uh, was playing okay. I mean, he had a sack in the, in the against Detroit. But uh, I think, you know, if, if he misses any significant time with the knee injury, Arizona Cardinals could be in even more trouble. I mean, it, you'd hate to see him miss this week against the Colts. They're going to have to have all hands on deck against a, a hot team coming into town on Christmas. What's an acceptable finish over the final three games for this Arizona Cardinals team? 10 and four, uh, 10 and two out of the gates. Over the last six games, they're three and three. So they're struggling a little bit. Not a lot of people are giving them any credit or any, or any ability to finish strong against the opponents that they have to face. And I've run through of them, and we'll get into that. What is an acceptable finish for this Arizona Cardinals team while well, a lot of people are starting to say, hey, they could go 0-3, and, and that's a nightmare scenario. So what, what's acceptable? Let's get into that conversation here on Lockdown Cardinals before we get out of here. Make sure you're following along on Twitter at Lockdown AZ Cards. You're subscribed to, the, uh, to of course, our YouTube page. Uh, and, of course, follow me at Bob Rack on Twitter on The Bird. Bet Online has you covered all season long. More props, odds, and lines than ever before. And as the football season continues the march to the playoffs, it's a great time to get in on the action. Bet Online remains your number one spot for all your sports action this season. Head over to their new updated desktop mobile website to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus. You put in 100 bucks, you get 50 bucks for free to pay around, play around with. If you win, you get to keep that cash. Just use the promo code Locked On. One word, Locked On, to receive your bonus. From basketball, football, NHL, boxing, UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online as the fastest, easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Bet online where the game starts. Bo Brock, Locked On Cardinals. Alex Glancy will rejoin this podcast tomorrow, our Wednesday episode. We're getting into the debate about Cliff Kingsbury, which I think is absurd to have at this point. He's 10 and 4. The Arizona Cardinals have improved each and every season, wins and offensively each and every year. That's what you brought Cliff Kingsbury in to do. I don't know what, you know, I think it'd be, you kind of sound like an SEC football fan if you if your, ex, your expectations then are, are, are perfection. You wanted Cliff Kingsbury to come in and do something that nobody really could do. So what I'm curious to hear is if Alex really wants Cliff, if he thinks Cliff Kingsbury needs to be kicked to the curb because of, one loss to the worst team in football uh, record-wise in the Detroit Lions, what, what's your other option? Who are you going who, who to bring in? Who's going to be ready to go to take this team to the next level? And, uh, and, and if that doesn't happen, then, then who's, who's, that, who, who's, the, who's, who's held accountable at that point? Is it Kyler Murray? Is it, uh, is, is it all the, you know, the rest of the players in the locker room? Uh, it's just I, I don't understand it that you, can, you go 10-4, and four, and you improve each and every year, but that's not good enough. I mean, you have to go from twenty from twenty eighteen. It was one of the worst constructed rosters in the NFL in the decade 
you know, from you know 2010 to 2020, 2018 Arizona Cardinals were the one of the worst rosters in the league. To go from 2018 to where they are right now, I mean, it's 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 improvement, and this is it's on the they're on the rise, and this is a team that continues to take each and every step along the way to becoming a solid football team, 10 and four, and you want to you want to fire the coach who's one of the more talented play callers in the league and has proven so. Um, you know, there's, there's been, there's been some struggles. Obviously Detroit was brutal. Uh, the Arizona Cardinals, as far as, uh, you know, their red zone, it's something that needs to be, to be fixed. I, I saw a couple stats that the, the third time since 1970, where the team with the worst record in the NFL beat the team with the best record, uh, including ties, and it was a minimum eight games each. Uh, and it happened twice before the 95 Cowboys. And the 2004 Patriots, and if you're a history buff, you'll you'll know that each of those teams went on uh, to win a Super Bowl that season. So you know, I, I think when you have talented rosters, the Arizona Cardinals certainly have a talented roster, uh, and you have a wake up call like they sustained on Sunday against the Lions, it could be very useful. It can they they can it can be very constructive. But the Arizona Cardinals, as far as you know, where they can start to kind of fix and right this ship, they scored two touchdowns on their last eight red zone trips. That's just not good enough, especially when you have a quarterback with the talent and skill set that Kyler Murray has. You have James Conner, who going into Detroit, he had scored a touchdown in seven consecutive games, and they seem to have gotten away from that. And, um, you know, Murray has one passing touchdown, no rushing touchdowns, and three picks over his last two games. He's also been sacked six times. And we've seen him miss some pretty makeable throws. I think that Kyler Murray, you know, he needs to kind of refocus himself uh, in order. I mean, that that's that's huge for this team going forward. Uh, and when we look at the next three games, it's Indy who's coming in at eight and six after just a brutal start. What were they one and five? Um, and then you have the Dallas Cowboys with a identical record as the Arizona Cardinals at ten and four. And then you have the surging Seattle Seahawks. You know, what's an acceptable? you know, finish for this Arizona Cardinals team. Um, you know, some would say if you if you can get one of those games and you push your record to 11 and 6 to finish out the season, obviously that would clench a playoff spot, no problem. Um, you know, I, I think you need to go two and one. You need because I think that would that would really have people pump the brakes on this team. Uh, being just a, a sequel to last season, and and two and one, you beat you beat either Indy and Seattle or Dallas and Seattle or Indy and Dallas or Dallas and Seattle. There's 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 a couple different combinations there, but I think that would have people kind of regain confidence in this team, and they've done it before. You know, when they went from San Francisco and they blew the doors off the Niners to sweep the season series there, and the Niners, by the way, are solid football team. They've seemed to figure it out, but the Arizona Cardinals, they, they made easy work of them the second time around. Um, and, but they don't get any credit for it, but the, the Arizona Cardinals, you know, they, they fell short. They had a horrible performance against the Carolina Panthers and they were able to refocus themselves for a big win against Seattle the next week. They, they didn't have any kind of trouble beating up on the Seahawks. They go, they win 23 to 13 on the road. You know, I think Seattle is a, is, a, is a game that they absolutely should win despite Seattle kind of figuring it out. And then I think that Dallas 
you know, I, Micah Parsons and, and, and Trayvon Diggs are playing great on the defensive side of the football, but there's still holes on that defense and that offense. Hopefully they don't start to figure it out too much before January 2nd. But uh, Saturday is going to be key. Arizona Cardinals can can really shut a lot of people up Saturday because they they think they know what they see with this Colts team. They can say, hey, that's that's one of the hottest teams in football. The Arizona Cardinals can put the brakes on the Colts and their little streak or uh, run here. The Arizona Cardinals can certainly regain some confidence from their fan base and a lot of the doubters out there uh, the rest of the way. Maybe one of their doubters is Alex Clancy. Uh, and, and yeah, I think that would, it would certainly kind of ease and calm him down because he wants to freak out every time that they struggle and fire the coach Cliff Kingsbury. But, uh, the Arizona Cardinals big game coming up on Christmas against the Colts, uh, six fifteen kickoff here in the desert. Uh, can't wait for it. I think it's going to be a great game. I really do. It's, it's, you know, the Colts do have strengths where the Cardinals have weaknesses and that just sets up, uh, for, but the Colts are not a perfect team. They've struggled. They've had some ugly losses this season. And the Arizona Cardinals certainly, uh, they should win the game at home. It, it, it can fix a couple things. One, that they've lost back-to-back games. It can put an end to that, not have a losing skid of three in a row. And also that the team can start to beat good teams at home, something that they really haven't done in 2021. Uh, all the success on the, on the road, and we saw that end against the Lions. They had suffered their first road loss. But, you know, you've got... You've got Indy that just beat New England, uh, but you know they, they lost to Tampa. They've lost to Tennessee. They lost to Baltimore. Um, they've lost to Seattle. They, they've, they've lost uh, quite a few games. This, I mean, they've lost six games. Uh, they're certainly susceptible, and, and they're, you know, they, they, can, they can lose this game on the road on Christmas. The Arizona Cardinals just need to do a couple of key things, and one of them is tough. It's slowing down Jonathan Taylor. How they can do that, we'll get into that conversation as we start to turn the page on uh, on the Lions' loss and look forward to the Arizona Cardinals game coming up against the Indianapolis Colts. We'll talk to Evan Sidery of Locked On Colts. Make sure you'll follow on the podcast on Twitter at Locked On AZ Cards. Follow me, Bo Brock, at Bob Rack. Follow my co-host, Alex Clancy, at Clancy's Corner. And, of course, subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts subscribe to our YouTube page. Have a great rest of your Tuesday. We'll talk to you Wednesday on Locked on Cardinals, part of your Locked on Podcast Network.